Super Duty Tough Work, Blueprint, The Logic, the most infamous podcast on planet Earth. Back again every week, you know, hoping to uh, inspire y'all and keep this thing going as we uh, take this journey through the artistic, you know, pass and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And uh, this week, man, you know, this is a very special week. It is. Announcement week. We've been talking uh-huh. about this, hinting about this. And uh, for those who are watching on YouTube, you can see it. You know, like my man Tony Baker be saying, you see it. You see it. Uh, you see it. This is the book. This is the uh, this is the new book, man. This is the new book. The social media cheat code is here. You know, this is a book I've been working on for whew, pretty much since I finished the last book. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the 10 traits of successful hip hop artists. And y'all heard it right here on the show. We talked about it. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to just dive back in. Yeah. And try to do another book. And at the time, I was like, this might kill me. I don't know (laughs) if I can do it. I think I'm crazy. Uh (laughs) What's wrong with me? Why would I do this to myself on purpose? Mm. But as I sit here and I hold this book in my hands, it uh, ain't no feeling like it. (laughs) <laughs> and, it's fire and i'm too. glad it's, i did it it's fire flames too like the book is yeah, yeah logic is he has a copy of the book this is the one yeah 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 this is the and one. so you know i trust his feedback on this one like yo you, you got something here this one is and you know uh and and i i believe in it you know i put everything into this book man everything that's in here <laughs> is in this book you know i got it all out on paper and uh you know, the pre-orders, this podcast comes out on Sunday, Sunday nights, Monday morning. So if by the time you're hearing this, if you haven't heard about it on our social media platforms, you're hearing it now. Pre-orders for the book have officially started. Um, they are available on waitlist.net. Y'all know the website, W-E-I-G-H-T-L-E-S-S dot net. You know, uh, we got packages with uh, the books all come signed. Uh, the books all come with a free bookmark this time around. Now for some special treats, we have a new super duty, tough work t-shirt. Mm. Not a hood, not a hoodie. Right. It's summertime t-shirt. Yeah. It's summertime. Yeah. It's summertime. It's summertime. So the, the t-shirt is the most infamous design. You got to go to the, to the, to waitlist.net. Uh, to the order page for the book to see the t-shirt design that we we doing with the book it's fire you know it's the most infamous it's a play on mob d's first album it looks crispy you know what i mean and uh i hope that y'all pick them up while supplies last y'all know what happens with the hoodies mm-hmm. they sell out fast yeah uh this is first time doing t-shirts and people been asking us for t-shirts for a minute so i i hope that y'all don't sleep get your t-shirt with the new book support the movement you know, we don't have no Patreon. We don't have a lot of stuff, products and stuff. So, you know, when we release these books and these these T-shirts uh, that goes to supporting this podcast that we do when we make crispier and nicer every year. And, and you know, so we can keep coming at y'all every week. Um, so, yeah, it's time. Uh, if you ain't if you ain't uh, if you're sitting by a computer, hit waitlist.net. Support it right now. You know, if you want me to make it out to you in terms of the signature, add that in a special instructions box. Nah, I mean, and that's the house. That's the housekeeping for this week. 
<laughs> and you will be hearing about this every week <laughs> for the next several weeks. Mm. Oh yeah, we also got a deal where you can get both the books. If you didn't get uh, the 10 traits the first time, you can get the 10 traits and the cheat code for a discounted price. You get both of them together on the on the uh, pre-order page. Packages. Book ship on Friday. Packages. Packages. Friday, June 25th, we ship. It's not that long. So uh, get your order now. Friday, June 25th, we shipping out. So please uh, support the movement. This week. Word talking about writing in fact for the next few weeks we're going to talk about writing for those of you who have been to our youtube page you know we got it organized now right playlists formulas mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying we got playlists for like marketing promotion we got mm-hmm. formulas playlists for like development hip-hop mm-hmm. playlists interview playlists you know what i'm saying Everything, every kind of playlist that you want. We got into like six or seven categories to where when you get to our YouTube page, all of the episodes we've done on there, you can just go by category, uh, production, writing. Like So this next category of that we're going to add to the page is going to be about writing. So the next few weeks, we're going to be doing topics about writing since we got the new book and we never really dove that deep into writing before. Right. But right. Illogic is a writer, poet. Rapper, I am as two. I don't necessarily call myself a poet. I consider him a poet, you know what I mean? Just due to his style, you know? Mm. Um, But we have a lot of thoughts on writing. And so, and I know we have a lot of listeners who are writers. So this week we're gonna talk about how to become a better writer. Word. You at home, you wanna become a better writer? This is the first joint you need to listen to. And understand, you know, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube page, subscribe to the YouTube page just so that you can get a more organized look at it. It's, it's, it's like a, a, a reference manual. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You need that. So when you're thinking about a topic, you want to dive in and be inspired about it. Boom. It's right there. Chapters. Chapters. Formulas. Mm-hmm. We up. <laughs> they know what we do. <laughs> Flipping and bouncing on it. <laughs> ah, update our formulas constantly. Okay. So we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come close to, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. We're back, folks. Word. Super Duty Tough Work. Blueprint. The logic. How to become a better writer. 
things that your English teacher never told you. <laughs> bullet points and such. Bullet points and such. They left these out in writing. They never told you this in college. I took creative mm. writing in college. They didn't tell me none of this shit. Yeah, I took creative writing too. <laughs> they didn't tell me this. It wasn't there. It wasn't there. You know what I mean? So we're going to tell you nine ways to become a better writer. And this number one way is one that they definitely don't tell you. And the number one way to become a better writer, reason number one, is read more. Yes. You see, there's a connection between reading and writing that a lot of people don't like to speak about. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's that they think that telling people to read a lot will discourage them from writing or they think that just writing is some shit that just drops down out of the sky and you're just good at it all of a sudden. Right. But if I had to really say the biggest, the thing that played the biggest impact in my writing, it would have to be reading more. Yeah. Reading deliberately. By reading deliberately, I'm referring to saying, I'm going to read X amount of books per year. Mm hmm. I'm going to read this type of writing in this genre that I aspire to write in. Mm -hmm. I, if you want to uh, write uh, fiction, I mean, everything from comic books to novels to poetry, like everything is there. Yeah. The, the turning point for, I think, when I got back into reading what made me get back into reading in 2010, right when I got sober, was reading the Watchmen graphic novel. Mm. Prior to that, I was reading less than one book a year. I read that thing. I said, holy shit. I need some this more of this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dog, I went back and ordered Batman year one. You know, mm -hmm. I went back and got like all the classic. I basically, what are the best graphic novels of all time? Sandman, mm -hmm. all of that stuff. And I just ordered them and I sat in the house instead of going out to drink. That sparked me enough to keep me in the house creatively. And to be honest, a lot of that reading is what inspired me to write Vigilante Genesis. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, when like, you, if you read don't, that shit, you want. Uh, if, I'm just saying, if you don't, if you don't read good writing, then you can't be a good writer. Like you don't, you don't Say know what again. you're trying. If if you can't, re if you don't read good writing, then being a good writer is far fetched because you don't understand what good writing is. It's just like hearing. It's like it's just like being an MC. If you don't listen to good rappers, how do you expect to become a good rapper? If you don't listen to good producers, yes. how do you expect to become a good producer? Like you have to, you have to surround yourself, even if it's not in the physical form, you have to surround yourself with what you aspire to be. And if you want to aspire yes. to be a good writer, then you read good writing point blank period. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I think of when, you know, when you start hearing these writers talking about and these people like, oh man, I got writer's block. I ain't wrote, I ain't wrote, I ain't wrote. I don't write. I can't write. I'm stuck. I mm -hmm. think these are people who don't read Yeah, because there's never been a time I've actually been reading where I felt I couldn't write. Right. In fact, as soon as I read something dope, I want to yeah. write. Mm-hmm. It's immediate. 
it's not even some it's not i don't try to do it it's just like if i'm feeling like man i need to let me read something or i ain't wrote in a while i won't sit down and just start fucking writing i'll start reading mm -hmm. and seeing other people's command of the language you know just a beautiful sentence put together yeah it ain't gotta be poetry or a rhyme just a just a well punctuated articulated sentence of how you like mm, bars yeah that was beautiful a nice paragraph you know that leads perfectly into the next paragraph right these things uh will will make you become a better writer to those of you out there who are not reading regularly and aspire to be better writers start reading stop playing yeah like i've had points where uh right after i got sober 2010 and moving forward the next two three years i was reading a good 25 to 50 books a year mm. just reading 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 just voracious voracious reader you know i read ebooks on my phone i read mm. physical books when i'm traveling reading physical books at home as well and uh i say that because i don't I don't think people tell people that enough when it comes to writing. They don't say, well, you want to be a good writer? Read. Mm -hmm. They don't. You know, yeah. Just keep writing. Take yeah, some courses writing. on creative uh, writing. Yeah. This, this, there's so much they're leaving out of it. And I promise you, you will never find a great writer who doesn't read. Yeah. And the, the ones who is, say that they don't read a lot, they're lying. I think the problem is a lot of people <laughs> look ahead. at reading. People look at reading as mundane. You know, like they don't see the fun that could be had in reading. Like, and if you don't want to read anything technical, then get some fiction. Get some comic books. Yes. You know, get some mysteries. Get some, you know, whatever. You know, like read books that are like the movies that you like to watch. You know what I'm yes. saying? And that'll, that'll change your perspective on reading because there are books that have been made into movies, but if you read the book, it's just so much more in there. You know what I'm saying? It's so Thanks. much more. So, you know, it can be fun. You just have to take the mundaneness out of it. Cause people are so used to being forced to read because of school, you know, I gotta read this book. Yeah. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. Nah, when you read for your pleasure, you can read whatever the hell you want and make it fun. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah, what you what you just touched on with school, taking a fun out of reading is so true. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of this also has to do with like the reason that school kills fun reading is because kids ain't really reading at home enough. Right. Right. Like if you have a parent who makes sure you read anyway. Mm -hmm. like by the time you get to school and you read with them kids in your class, you're probably reading levels ahead of them anyway. Right. And it's not really a big a deal to you. It's really probably easy. But mm -hmm. for kids who don't have that habit of reading reinforced at home early, I think those are the kids who, when you get to school and you just have that reading, it does suck. Yeah. It's sucks. not very exciting reading. It's Horrible. not. Yeah. Yeah. At home, you should be reading shit you love. Right. To balance the shit when you get to school, reading the shit you have to read. 
But so many times, if you're not reading at home, the stuff you love, you get to school and that's it. It mm-hmm. absolutely sucks. Yeah. Those books ain't really that fire. <laughs> nah, <laughs> not fire. it's rare. It's rare that you have a book that you read in school that's fire. You know, like I was yeah. I was a weird kid. You know what I'm saying? Like I was into poetry yeah. and all that stuff, even in high school. So reading yeah. Shakespeare and shit like that, I love that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I I love learning about iambic pentameter and all the different, mm-hmm. you know, like I love that kind of shit. But I had friends that was like, man, I ain't reading this Julius Caesar bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it was different. So, you know, because I had that, you know, reinforcement when I was younger, like you said. But yeah, reading at school can suck, though. Yeah, man. So, yeah, that's number one. Read more. OK, number two thing, you know, two way to become a better writer that your English teacher never told your ass is to write daily. Mm-hmm. Now, I I consider myself a writer, but I I fail at this sometimes. You know, I don't write every day. Um, but here's the thing. I've had periods where I do write every day. And my biggest periods of growth as a writer have come during those days. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, I talk about it on this show when I talk about my process for writing books. I tell you guys, I have a schedule and my goal is to get X amount of words on paper every day that may last for three to four months straight until I get the the amount of words I'm going for pages I'm going for for that book or that that project. Um, But I know how to do it because I've been writing so long that I can sit down and my life is is set up to where I can sit down and write for an hour a day. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I start to get better and better as I go. Um, many people are missing out on that opportunity for growth as a writer because they are not writing with any sort of schedule. They're waiting on inspiration. They're waiting on someone else to give them the time to clear out their schedule. They're waiting to feel like it. Mm -hmm. Then they'll start writing every day. It's not like that. Writing every day is like working out every day. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find a time. You have to make the time. Right. You know, and, and you know, with your fitness shit, you're making the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're posting the pics from the gym. You decided to make it a priority. Right. Did nobody in your family say, hey, dad, we're going to leave you alone from one to two every day. Right. So you can get in shape. Yeah. No one said that to you. <laughs> no, nah, it's like, I'm going to the gym. I'll see y'all in a, in a couple hours. Right. Hold it down while I'm gone. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know, and so you have to make it a habit of writing. And it doesn't mean you have to write great shit or that you right. have to have uh, uh, the super big ambitious project before you can start writing. Mm-hmm. We're just saying write. Yeah. If you rap, that might mean writing four bars a day. A bar or two that you really like a day. You can write Mm -hmm. a 16 every day. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Or two, two, three 16s every week. You write four bars a day. That's three 16s a week. You know what I mean? Two, three 16s. You're like, yo, I'm knocking this thing out. But if you don't, you know what I mean? Like you, you just have to write three, four bars, a page or something uh, deliberately though. Be deliberate about it. And yeah. I think as you start to, you know, write more, you'll start to see uh, bigger results. I mean, I've never been that prolific like that, but I know just from, you know, 
doing music with Logic all these years. This is a prolific mm. motherfucker. He started talking about <laughs> notepads, you know, him, Slug. Like, those are the first two prolific guys I ever really met mm. who literally write an hour, a rhyme every day like it ain't shit. Yeah. I don't, you know, that's their thing. Yeah, and I, th- I, th- I think one of the things about, like, Cats always ask me about writer's block. And I tell them I don't really experience writer's block. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, writers write. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're if you're a writer, then you write no matter if it's good or bad. There's nothing blocking me from writing. You know, I'm going to write down. I'm going to write down my thoughts. I'm going to write down words. If it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. But I'm going to write the fact that you have this block is I think it's fictional. If you're a writer, you're going to write. Yeah. You know, it's just like shooters, like in basketball. You know, if cats are, th- if yep. Steph Curry is throwing up bricks, he ain't going to stop shooting. <laughs> no, no. He's still shooting. Shooter. Yeah. Still shooter shooting. shoot. You know what I'm saying? If that's open, that's one shoot. of the, yeah, that's one of the terms in basketball. Shooter shoot. Like, you know, yep. if, if you, if you're having a bad game, you still going to keep shooting. If you're having a bad yep. day writing, you should still keep writing. You know, that's, and, yeah, and as long as you're, as long as you're doing that, then you'll end up writing something good because. Yeah. You know, you're you're in practice. It's just like working out muscles, you know, like the more you work yeah. that muscle, you know, the easier it is for you to lift 100 pounds. The more you work that writing muscle, the easier it is for you to sit down and write a 16 when you need to write a 16. Like now when I have features, I just sit down and say, OK, I'm about to write these, knock these features out. I don't wait for inspiration. I don't wait until, oh, I need to, you know, fill a certain. No, like mm-hmm. I'm a writer. I need to write this topic. I'm going to sit down, think about it for a couple yeah. hours. I'm going to write this topic, you know? Yep. That's like, that's, that's a very professional approach. Mm-hmm. You see, professionals don't sit around waiting on inspiration. They just say, right. oh, you write it as if you are a professional. Mm-hmm. You do the job, whether you feel like it or not. You put yourself in a position to get the results you want. Yeah, that that's, shit's dope, man. You know what it also makes me think about that you hit on is about like, the writer's right thing is like, I tell people all the time, like, even when I'm not writing, I'm always writing. Right. Meaning like, I don't have to to put a word to paper to be coming up with ideas, conceptualizing concepts, thinking about a direction, a song or whatever. Someone can tell me a phrase for a song that they want to do. And mm-hmm. once I hear the phrase, m- my mind is already writing. It's already thinking of what's the angle that I want to approach this topic with. Uh, what are some phrases? What are some words? What are some some things I want to touch on within this? What's the tone of it? Is it am I coming at it seriously? Am I coming at a comedian? Am I going to be a storyteller? Right? What kind of images pop into my mind when I hear this beat? When I hear yeah. this hear his rhyme? When I hear this concept? That's all writing. Yes. And so yeah, you should never have writer's block. I don't even use that phrase no more. You know, we we don't do no writer's block over here. I don't. Because um, writers write and it don't have to be on paper to be writing, you know, so that and this is why when I write a rhyme and I recite the rhyme, it's not that far of a difference. I never write a rhyme and then I can't just recite it. Right. As soon as I finish writing my rhyme, I can do it in one take and it's money because Mm -hmm. it's not like I'm sitting there pulling shit way out of nowhere. Right. I've been drawing from that, thinking about that for a while, formulating this whole thing in my head. And by the time I put it on paper and actualize it, it's easy. Mm-hmm. But that's because I never stop writing. Right. It's number two. 
Number three thing. Way to become a better writer that your English teacher never told you is to live life fully. I don't think I don't think say people that really think about this one. <laughs> people in the back. Can you, <laughs> this thing on. I know your teacher never told you this. Live life fully. That means that writing is not just a technical exercise in putting words on paper. Mm-hmm. It's an exercise in personal expression, which is a reflection of the life we live. Facts. You're not living life. You don't have shit to write about. Right. And I think a lot of you motherfuckers who talk about writer's block, that's what y'all really trying to say. You're really trying to say you don't have no experiences to draw from that are interesting enough to write about. Yeah. But instead so you blame some mysterious invisible block <laughs> for your writing problems. The truth is that you ain't living life. Mm-hmm. You show me a motherfucker who living life to the fullest who ain't got nothing to write about. True. You live True. life to the fullest. You got stories for days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm never at a loss for topics. Mm -hmm. Shit. The shit me and uh, Logic talk about off the air for this podcast can be a whole nother podcast. (laughs) And I can make songs off of that shit. Right. Right. Just the stories. Mm -hmm. The wild ass shit that ain't got nothing to do with hip hop. That goes on. Yeah. Because we're living life. And many of you have put yourself in a bubble in terms of your life experiences. Always taking the safe way out, you know, protecting yourself at all costs. Uh, uh, you, you live by the mantra that it's 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 better to not do it than to do it and lose it. You know, right. you know, they have that mantra. Is it better to have loved and lost and never love at all? Mm-hmm. Some of y'all would have would rather uh, never love at all than to live something enough to, you know, what I'm saying to experience it. Yeah. And it and it pain. It, it, it makes your writing bland and boring. Yeah. You never have nothing to draw from. Yeah. You know, but you got to live life to be a good writer. Yeah. Like when I have like people, you know, when I do interviews and they're like, you know, you've been in this, you know, doing this for 20 some years. Like, how do you think of stuff to write about? And I'm like, I just live, you know what I'm saying? Like every day (laughs) I find something, you know, from my experiences or other people experiences that I encounter. On a daily basis, you know, like I always have some shit to write about just because I live life and I keep my eyes and ears open, you know, for those kind of things. And like you said, I'm constantly writing. So whenever I see something or hear something that's interesting, it it might jog something that, yo, let me let me write this bar down real quick that this made me think of or, you know, let me write this topic down that I may, you know, write a story about later. You know, just different kind of shit. When you live life, you have all kind of shit to write about all the time. Sometimes it's too much shit to write about if you're really living. Straight up. Straight up. Yeah, you know what what you're saying? It it makes me think of this, too. Like, a mistake many writers make is that they try to write when nothing's going on, and then they don't want to write when something's going on. Yep. Right. Like it's too much going on. I can't write. That's when you should be writing. Exactly. That's when you should be organizing your thoughts and cat and, and cataloging this experience. And then when ain't shit going on, they sitting around like, what the fuck do I write about? Mm-hmm. You just went through a whole fucking year of bullshit. 
Right. You ain't want to pick up the pen. Right. Now you ain't doing shit. You sitting on the couch and you want to come up with something interesting to say. Right. <laughs> nah, you got to write when you going through some shit. Mm-hmm. That's when you get your best shit. So yeah. number three, live, live life fully, man. And uh, yeah, we'll take a break. and We'll be right back. Work. I've been talking about it a while, but it's finally here. My new book, The Social Media Cheat Code. If you're an artist, creative, or entrepreneur, this book is for you. I've been a full-time artist for almost 20 years, and the majority of that time has been spent online building my following. I've learned a lot of lessons, and all of those lessons are in this book. What days and times are best to post? What elements make a post work? or fail, how to organically get more engagement, how to use current events to grow your following, how to automate your posts, how to repurpose your content, how to sell more products, and much, much more. No complicated jargon, no fluff, just common sense techniques that you can use and apply immediately. If you're tired of guessing and ready to step up your social media game, head on over to waitlist.net right now and order your signed copy today. Peace. All right, folks. Super duty, tough work. Back in the building. Printnificence. Illogic. You know, we're talking about how to become a better writer this week. I hope y'all are sitting at home uh, taking some notes. Uh, some of these bullet points may graze you. you know, <laughs> don't take it personally. You know, we often catch people in the crossfire. <laughs> nah, I mean, <laughs> shit happens. <laughs> we catch ourselves in the crossfire as well. Right. Getting our cheddar bob on some of these episodes. You know, we shoot ourselves in the leg with this shit. <laughs> Plaxico Burris ass podcasters. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, number four way to become a better writer is to think in silence. See, what some people lack is they may have the skill to write. They may have the life experiences to draw from, but Without the time mm. to organize their thoughts and the peace to, to think in silence, they'll never be able to get those thoughts organized enough to put on paper. Yeah. Some of you think, as we mentioned earlier, that someone else is supposed to give you peace. Nah, man. Peace is, is peace is the end result of war. You know what I mean? Peace is not the natural state of things. It comes after something. Meaning that if you got peace in your life, you probably had to fight for it. Right. You got a place where you can sit and think alone. You had to tell motherfuckers, this is my place to sit and think alone. Right. Don't fuck with me. Right. Right. <laughs> when I'm in my car by myself before I come in the house, gather myself. Leave me the fuck alone. When I first walk in the house, don't run up on me with a bunch of extra shit. I need to decompress. Yeah. I just been in a war. I've been fighting all day. You got to make it a priority to have time to organize your thoughts to become a better writer. That is an advantage that I have by living alone and having space in this house, different rooms I can do different things in. Whenever I need to, 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 to clear out some space or some time, just to think 15 minutes, 20 minutes, it just, it makes a huge difference when you're trying to write, you know? And so, but yeah, I mean, you're, you're a family man. I know mm -hmm. you get this shit. Yeah. 
it's very it's very difficult um to find the time but that's why you need to make a schedule that's why you need to communicate with the people in your life to let them know that from this time to this time this is what i'm going to be doing i need to be left alone in order to accomplish what i need to accomplish and you know one of the biggest things for me was like when i would go on tour and i would come home mm. like taya knew to give me you know three or four days to gather myself to you know decompress from being on the road for months or weeks or whatever it was so you know, you have to have that understanding with your family members and the people that's in your life that you do have certain needs that you have to have as far as silence. And especially if you're a creative, you know, like it's definitely yeah. necessary. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. And it will, you know, and once you get that time, you know, that's when you can start forming like the, the habits, the daily writing habits. But a lot of people it's not that you're doing anything wrong with your writing. You just don't get to write enough because you don't get enough time to organize yourself, you know, right. to get your thoughts together. So make that a priority. And uh, that's number four. Number five way to become a better writer is to prioritize honesty over perfection. I, I think you need the to say people that I know. <laughs> prioritize honesty over perfection. This is something I never learned until I started writing books. When I started writing books, I started comparing my writing to other people's writing. You know, I didn't really do that as much as a rapper, but when I started writing books, it was like, oh man, I, I don't know if I write as well as this person or as well as that person, or I wish I could write like them. And then you have these days where you write a bunch and then you want to jump in and start editing it to try to make it perfect. And what I realized was that the more and more I edited and I obsessed over this idea of perfection with my writing, the less honest my writing came off. And the truth of the matter is that the best writers are the most honest writers, you know? Yeah, you can be technically great, but if, if you're not authentic, no one's going to care about what the fuck you got to say. Right. And, and I, 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 my advice to all writers is stop, stop trying to be perfect. Number one, it doesn't exist. And number two, when you start obsessing about perfection in your writing, you ignore what's the most important, which is honesty. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think, I think that's, that's a, that's a beautiful, um, <laughs> beautiful bullet point. Cause I think that's part of what makes people special. And that's part of what draws people to artists, to writers, to, you know, authors, to any type of artist in general is honesty. What what made us special is because we poured ourselves on paper. When you listen to our records, you were listening to us and it came off authentic. You can tell when someone's faking mm -hmm. because it doesn't come off real. And you have no connection. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to connect to. When you have someone that's coming off as honest, you know, honest with their writing, with their rapping, with whatever, it's a lot easier to connect with them because you can feel, you know, the the authenticity of what they're doing. Yeah. And when you and when you use honesty as one of the criterias for your writing. You'll view your success completely differently. Mm hmm. Right. Some people look at word count. Some people look at, you know, the, how many $5 words did I use in here? 
you know, how many fucking Oxford commas did you use in this motherfucker? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good writing. <laughs> but when you really look at it, if you use if you make priority, the number one criteria in your writing, it's hard to have a bad day writing. Mm hmm. Yeah. You know, every day is a fucking good day. Right. I was honest. Yeah. When, yeah, when I wrote honest. what I was going through. Yeah. <laughs> I told the truth. It might have it might not have been flattering. Mm-hmm. It might have been, you know, uh, you know, uh, self-deprecating. It might yeah. not have made me look great, but it was honest. Yeah. You know, and that's what matters, man. Yeah. I think some of our more our most popular music is the songs where we're the most honest. You know, Facts. like a song like Hating the Puddle or a song like yeah. I Wish You Would Make Me. Like those are songs yeah. that were hard for me to write. You know, because yeah. I was being so honest, you know, and that wasn't <laughs> yep. something that, especially in that time, was normal in hip hop to be that no. vulnerable and that honest. So, you know, I think that's one of the things that endears, you know, fans to artists is honesty. Yeah, man. Yeah. Right, that's number five. Number six way to become a better writer is fellowship with other writers. You know, I understand we live in an era where it's you can get an amazing amount of work done sitting at home. You know, mm-hmm. the Internet connects us to people all over the globe. And sometimes being out into the physical world and, and talking to people and going to events and actually shaking hands in person. Uh, some people view that as not necessary to be successful, you know, but there's something you gain from being in the community and in fellowship with other writers that it's hard to get when you're by yourself and isolated, you know? Um, And I think some people are missing out on that. Like just the fact that you and I can talk about writing like this, Mm -hmm. how many other people do we know that we can talk about writing like this with? Right. Very few, right? Yeah. They're all like us. (laughs) But if we, if we count the majority of motherfuckers in our lives, they're not artists. Right. You know, the artists we know are like 1%, 10% of the people that we know. We can't talk to none of those people about this. Mm-hmm. We can't talk to none of those people about uh, what we go through, expressing the vulnerability it takes to be a writer, uh, techniques, tricks, productivity. Um, we can't be inspired by people's, you know, demos of their early work or their, their, their rough drafts. These are things that you kind of get to uh, you can't see what level people are really truly on and what it took to get there if you're not in a community with other writers. Right. And so like if you're at home and you think you can become a better writer just sitting at home writing in your notebook and never engaging with anyone else, I hate to break it to you, but you're eventually going to have to deal with the community. And the right. sooner you start working with the community, being in fellowship with writers who are at your level, find people mm-hmm. at your level, find people who are who, who, who fuck with you, who are just like on the same path. Yeah. Just build with them about writing. I promise you, you'll start to get better so much faster than you would have on your own. Yeah. And, and the fact that we do live in the information age where we do have, you know, ways that you, you know, necessarily don't necessarily have to be in person with people. You don't have an excuse not to fellowship. You know, there's Facebook Mm-mm. groups, you know, of fiction writers, of comic book writers, of biographers. There's all kind of stuff that you can find to be in 
you know, in the community of people that are doing the same stuff that you're doing. Just like if you're a photographer, if uh, if you're a videographer, if you're yep. an MC, there's groups all over the place that you can have some fellowship with people that are doing what you're doing and feed off of ideas. You know, like when I first started production, I joined a couple Facebook production groups just to, you know, go in there and be able to ask questions, talk to people that are using the same, yeah. you know, equipment that I'm using, this and that, or what's the best, you know, way to do this and do that. Like, there's all kind of things available to you, even if you're not the in-person person, you know, like there's stuff available yes. so you can be part of a community no matter what. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I've told this story on this on this podcast before about how when I first started getting into filmmaking, one of the first things I was working up, I was helping out this community center, you know, um, with a lot of their video work. And one of the first things I did was I formed a, a monthly meetup with everybody. I would reach out to the people I would meet randomly. And if they did film or they did video or they had aspiring aspirations to do a film, I say, yeah, man, let's just meet up once a month and talk about it. And, and, and that ended those people ended up being some of the people who inspire me to keep going and keep you know what i'm saying contacts i made there i seen them doing other things other cats have went on to finish their movies who were in that group and and had success and i'm like yo i remember when that dude was just talking about making a film now he's filmed his shit is showing at the wexner you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. or, or his shit is on here it's like cats that i was doing but i had to be around people who were doing the same thing at the same level as me so that i could be inspired to get to the next step um some of you have to do the same thing with your writing there's nothing wrong with it like like you like you said now that we have the world wide web there's no real excuse if you ain't doing it locally you better be doing it globally mm-hmm. you know what i mean reach out join some of these groups with other writers you know um a lot of them are free on facebook yeah. there's some i'm sure that you can become members of certain things and might have paid groups or whatever whatever it is join it you know uh use all your resources because if you truly want to get better you gotta build with other authors you gotta be around other writers you know what i mean like you gotta you gotta know like what's dope what's not and 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 where other people are and that's hard to tell when you're isolated so Mm -hmm. it's number six we'll take a break and we'll be right back word To all loyal listeners of the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, our brand new t-shirt is here. We've had hoodies in the past, but never t-shirts. So we decided to bust out a brand new design for our first t-shirt, which is the most infamous design. The shirt pays homage to Mob Deep's debut album, The Infamous, but flips it and bounces it like y'all know we do. If you want to support the podcast and rep the squad by ordering a shirt, go to waitlist.net. Quick note, this shirt is sold exclusively with pre-orders of the new book, The Social Media Cheat Code. So you can pick up the signed book and a t-shirt at the same time. That's it for now. We appreciate your support. Back to the show. Back in the building. Super duty tough work. Blueprint. Your logic. What up? Most infamous podcast on planet Earth. Y'all know what we talking about this week. How to become a better writer. Things your English teacher never told you about writing. 
and how to become better at it. And, uh, you know, we got three more left. Number seven way to become a better writer. And this is one I personally have employed is to blog for practice. Why do I say blog for practice? You can practice any number of ways. I like blogging for practice because number one, it's kind of impossible to overthink it. Number two, you're forced to pub to publish it publicly. Mm -hmm. And three, you don't have to write a long thing. You right. know, blogging teaches you to be a little bit more concise, you know, and a little more regular with your writing, even because you can set a goal. Like, I just want to publish one blog a week. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, four blogs a month. You might think that's that's easily done. Right. But you still got to sit down and do it. It makes you proofread it makes you let go of all your little hangups enough to publish it. That to me is a microcosm of what writing a book is about. Yeah. Right. I would not have written any books had I not learned that process from blogging. There's other ways you can learn that process. Right. I just think in today's era, one of the easiest ways is just blogging. And the, the process that it teaches you is so similar to what you need to f write and finish a book that I think that uh, uh, everyone be, be, would be well served to blog for practice. Now, if you're not a blogger and you don't write or you just rap or whatever, you know, you can still write. You still yeah. write. I mean, guys do verses and share them on their Instagram pages when they write them. That's probably mm -hmm. similar. I'm going to write this verse. I'm going to recite it on my phone, record this video, upload it. It's probably a similar exercise, right? where you're not overthinking it. Um, if you can find something like that, no matter where you do it, I think that's good for your writing, uh, no matter what format you want. So find a tool, but I'm basically saying find a tool that allows you to practice writing so that you can take those skills and kind of build up to something else. Yeah, this is something I need to personally employ a little more. Um, just, just writing regularly, you know, and... Mm. You know, something that we always talk about is sharing your work, you know, with with people and with the audience to help keep you on your toes and, you know, get that feedback. Um, and this is something I really need to to work on a little more personally. Yeah. Yeah. And I like I mentioned earlier, I have periods where I do it. But sometimes it's, since I've been trying this last year when I've been writing these last two books, it's like I haven't been blogging regularly because all that writing energy it's going into this or into right. music and it's like, but obviously now that this is done, I can kind of shift back and I'll probably start blogging a little bit more regularly. Um, but yeah, uh, I wouldn't have been able to do what I've done with these books if it wasn't for blogging, you know, cause I didn't learn none of this shit in school and I took some creative writing classes and, and English classes and all that shit, but it, it just didn't, didn't teach me none of this shit, you know? Right. And so, uh, I hope that y'all picked that up out of this episode is that like, don't count on no school to teach you how to fucking write. You know what I mean? Like you can learn how to write on your own. You just have to be, you know, disciplined about it. That's number seven. Number eight way to become a better writer is to learn to tell stories. Storytelling, man. Mm -hmm. It's as old as humans and mankind. Right. Yet a lot of people ain't good at it. You nah, ask them what they do. Suck. 
You ask them what they did with their day. They tell you. They do it all around the block. Just all around. Ne still never tell you. Terrible storytellers. Mm. Those people make terrible writers. You know, the strongest trait you have as a writer is, is telling a great story. Yeah. No matter what it's about. You could tell a, a great and just understanding why good stories work. Understand what's three act structure. What's mm -hmm. a hero's journey? What's tension? What's an antagonist? What's a protagonist? Like things that allow suspense, little concepts that can make your stories better. But everybody is living a life. We all have things that we could tell stories about. But sometimes we don't share because we're not good storytellers. And so right. learn to tell a good story, man. And just first learn to tell one ver verbally. Can you tell a story to your friend and they, oh, shit, this is crazy. Right? Because <laughs> if you can do that, you can write a story. You can write mm -hmm. a story because it's the same things, you know. Um that's one thing I could say that, you know, obviously we've always been writing stories on our records. It's probably since the earliest Illogic and Greenhouse records. We've been yeah. into writing stories. I think that has aided us a lot because there's not a lot of storytellers in hip hop. And it seems like there are less and less every year. Yeah, true. Very true. Very true. Yeah, storytelling is, is one of the biggest. I mean, because a book is basically a story, even a technical book. You're still like there's still structure to it. You know, there's different acts. You know, you have to introduce the topic. You have to talk about the body of the topic. You have to close out the topic. It's the same situation. It's the mm. same structure. Yeah. You know, so you have to make sure that you understand storytelling, just the basics of it. Yeah. You know, if you if you want to if you want to be a good writer. Yeah, man. So that's number eight. Number nine. It's the last joint. Last donut of the night. Number nine way to become a better writer is to take on bigger challenges. This means that the goal of becoming a writer is not just to keep writing, right? Like, how do we determine that we became a better writer? Mm. By the projects we take on, right? right? Like, if we're still doing the same projects 10 years ago that we're doing today, and we're doing them just as good as we did then. How do we know if we progressed at all? Mm -hmm. This is where taking on bigger challenges comes in, into play. You have to set bigger goals simply so you can determine if you've gotten better enough to reach them. Right. Taking the easy way out. Yeah, it's cool. You know, you can write a hot 16, but how can you make that more challenging? Can you write a hot 16 about this specific thing? Can you write a how fast can you do it? How right. well can you do it? Uh, how many topics can you can you do it from this angle? Can you can you not only do the punchlines, but can you do the punchlines and tell the story? Mm -hmm. Can you do the punchlines and tell the story? And you know what I'm saying? Do a double time. I, I don't know. Whatever right. the challenges you may need to do, you need to add to what you do. Uh, you got to figure that out because. If you don't have bigger challenges every time you sit down or every year, you're going to get stagnant. Mm -hmm. You'll never become a better writer. And even worse, you won't even know if you've become a better writer because you're you're you lack the ambition to, to get behind projects that would show you. Yeah. 
Yeah, you gotta you gotta grow up sometime. You know, <laughs> you gotta grow up. You gotta take the chances, man. You gotta get out from under the wing, yeah, man. And you know, do some shit that yeah. you haven't done before. You know, and that'll show if you've yeah. improved. That'll show yourself if you've improved. You know, like you just yeah. gotta show yourself if you get better or if you're not. You know, you know, you know. Yes. Yeah. I mean, for us, a lot of that, you know, if you look at like our history, uh, you know, my history was as an artist was I was in the group producing. I had to write one verse every song, mm-hmm. maybe do the hook. Cool. I produced it. That was it. But it wasn't until uh, RJ was like, hey, you should do this solo shit with me and we should do the solo shit to where as a writer. That was me taking on a bigger challenge because I did not know if I could carry a whole record. Right. I had no idea. You know, you leaving your original crew to, to do Unforeseen Shadows. Yeah. I made sure you had done solo songs, but you didn't know. Right. Whether you could carry a record and, and be a solo artist until you took that on. And then you did. You're like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. I made that. Let's do it again. Let's do it even better. Right. Now that I know, now I can, because the challenge was, can I make a solo record? Right. Then it became, can I make an incredible solo record? Right. Every time it changes, Mm -hmm. you know, can I rhyme for four minutes straight without a fucking hook? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. True. And people be liking it. You know what I mean? Like, can, can I keep them engaged? Mm-hmm. These are the challenges. You know, can I tell a story for a whole fucking EP and, and nothing? You know what I mean? Like, can right. I do it? This whole, this yeah. character, this whole thing, can I do it and keep people engaged? These are just challenges that we've set for ourselves as writers mm-hmm. in our career. Um, can I, pr- your reason, can I produce my solo record? Yeah. yeah. Can I produce a solo record that people like? Yeah. Can I produce a classic solo record that stands right. with my best work? You see, you keep raising the stake because you keep mm-hmm. taking on bigger challenges. Right. You can't grow unless you take on those challenges. So as a writer, you got to keep raising the stakes, man. Yeah, true. Got to. Facts. So that's it this week, man. That's it. That's, that's it. number 9. I'm gonna read these back, you know, how to become a better writer. Things your English teacher never told you about writing. Number one, read more. Number two, write daily. Number three, live life fully. Number four, think in silence. Number five, prioritize honesty over perfection. Number six, fellowship with other writers. Number seven, blog for practice. Number eight, learn to tell stories. Number nine, take on bigger challenges that is it for this week folks i hope y'all got something out of this i hope that you know if you are a writer you are uh inspired to keep going to get better to join us on this journey that we've been on shit our whole damn adult life and teenage lives and it's never ending you know <laughs> so uh you know uh yeah we're this is the first in the series we're gonna do some more writing topics and i hope that you guys subscribe to the youtube channel and they'll be all organized there so you can look it up by topic uh lastly obviously new book social media cheat code if you want to get better at cheat code you know game changing strategies to help artists conquer social media waitlist.net support the movement and we'll see y'all next week peace
Super duty tough work. <laughs>